Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For ad-free episodes and bonus content for all Dayton Writers Movement shows, including Uncanny Valley, visit patreon.com slash hidden people podcast. Uncanny Valley contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. For a full list of triggers, please visit DaytonWritersMovement.com slash triggers. Dayton Writers Movement presents Uncanny Valley. Starring Luna Madison, Emily Kallenberg, Jordan Lopez, and Ben Essex. Always Tomorrow. Written by Chris Burnside. Directed by Chris and Megan Burnside. Sound design, score, and original music by Katherine Seaton. Also starring Cora Chipek, Emma Essex, and Katie Williams. Which implies a prom. Not an implication, just a suggestion. It's in the name, Izzy. But I went to prom. Yeah, so by definition, you are now eligible for after prom. Me, on the other hand... The judges do not accept your answer. You were asked to prom. That counts. Which time? You are not sitting here in my car on the way to after prom using multiple potential dates as your excuse to not attend after prom. We're going to Springfield Cliff, Izzy. Everyone will be there. Yes, they will. That's the point. I feel like we should just establish the definition of after prom for clarity. But you know Rick will be there. The cake.
because they went to prom together. Let's circle back to the whole definition thing. But he asked me first. And you turned him down. So he asked Kate, who, while clearly an inferior choice, is a perfectly acceptable backup Audrey. Yeah, but, but it'll be so awkward. She knows I turned him down. The whole school does. Who gives a shit? They think I'm gay and that's why I turned him down. Bullshit, no one thinks that. Someone wrote it on the door in the broken stall. What? Ew, why would you use the broken stall? That, not really the point here. Well, fuck them. Who cares what they think? I mean, I kinda do. I need to survive another year there. Oh, whatever. I have your back. We'll be side by side until graduation. I don't think that'll help with rumors about my sexual orientation. Ugh, you're impossible to console. Do you know- Izzy, look out! That's right, asshole. Just pull right out in front of me. Uh, Izzy, that was a stop sign. Damn right it was. I mean, on your side. You went right through it. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I was distracted by your drama. You know, for someone who doesn't want to date anybody, you sure have a lot of drama. It might help if you didn't drive like a maniac. You realize the numbers on the speed limit sign aren't minimums, right? Oh, hush. What's the worst that could happen? Um, we both die in a fiery car crash? Ooh, then we could roam the earth seeking out other mediums to communicate with. (laughs) I've never met another person that can do it. That you know of. You can't be the only one, Audrey. There must be other mediums. Mediums, media. What about that chick from Long Island? I guess. Don't think I want to die to find out, though. Doesn't matter. We're here. We survived my risky teenage driving choices. Oh, no. The parking lot's full. Guess we can't go. Not so fast, party pooper. I'll just park on the shoulder. That's a terrible idea. You see how people fly down this road? Someone will hit your car. Have you seen my car? Think of what I could do with the insurance money. Reese's cups, silly bands, nothing is off limits. Look, Audrey, I know you don't want to do this, but sometimes my best friend job entails pulling you out of your comfort zone. So this is me pulling. You don't need to dive, just hang out with me. I'm here anyway. Might as well pretend to enjoy it. There you go. I promise all the pretend fun you can pretend to have. And if we see Rick and Kate, Izzy! Izzy? Whoa! Did you see that? I was almost that dude's hood ornament. Are you okay? Of course! There was a whole inch of room between us. Oh my god. Are you sure you want to go cliff diving after that? Are you kidding? Clearly, I'm invincible. Witness my power, Audrey. Witness it. I'm making you witness it. I bow in supplication, oh mighty one. Come on. There are so many people here. Ignore them. Who am I supposed to talk to while you're jumping off the cliff and then climbing back up? Mm, Maybe there are some ghosts around. Hey, Rick. Hey, Kate. Don't act like you didn't hear me. I know you did. Hope you had fun at prom. 
Izzy, jump on in. The water's fine. Go on. I know you want to. We could go together, hand in hand. I, I don't know. Maybe next time. All right then. There's always tomorrow. Izzy? Izzy! Izzy? Izzy! What? It's Nora. We have to talk business, so don't pester me, okay? Did you seriously just bug me to tell me not to bug you? Yes. So zip it. Like I'm some annoying child who picks on you constantly? Hi, Nora. Hi, Nora. Audrey, how are you doing? Everything okay up there? Everything is fine. Everything's fine. Just enjoying the quiet, getting a lot of work done. The Havisham piece? That's the one. I know they didn't specify it, but I might have added another layer of complexity to the coin. Audrey, you realize that if you didn't have to overcomplicate every piece, you'd finish them a lot faster. But I have to enjoy doing it, or it's like work. You're not the one who has to look at it, though. Trust me, it will be even better to look at. There's this great propeller action that fans out from the original coil. I'm sure it's beautiful. I hope she's telling you that you're nerding out too hard. You may need to step it up. I might have a lead on something big. A big commission? Oh, yeah. A new hospital is breaking ground outside of Phoenix. The lead developer just happened to stay at a certain boutique hotel in Salt Lake City, and he liked the decor. A hospital? Would it be a big lobby fixture? Or oh, maybe something with a soothing tick to settle visitors? Or I could probably... Maybe we wait for the details before you start buying materials. Okay, yes. Yes, you're right. Oh, but this is so exciting! What's exciting? I'll keep you updated. Everything else going well? Winning friends and influencing people? Seriously? Tell me what's exciting. I'm not much of an influencer, but I have made a friend. Damn it! Nothing up here is ever exciting! Spill it! That's wonderful. 
I'm so glad you have someone up there to look out for you. It's not the old realtor man, is it? <laughs> no. I haven't seen him since my first night here. Uh, her name's Dahlia. She's a pilot. Audrey! Talk to me! Oh, don't you dare lock me in. Fine. Shutting up? Jerk. We get along pretty well. A pilot? Like commercial or like a little plane with floaties that lands on the water? She doesn't work for Alaskan Airlines. I think closer to the floaty kind. Well, she sounds lovely. Just don't fly around in something like that. Every time you hear about a plane crash, it's one of those little ones hitting a goose or whatever. <laughs> a goose? I don't know. Just, just be careful. I will. I don't plan on flying around with her. She's the one who brings in my materials and flies out the pieces. Uh, sounds like a good person to be friends with then. Yeah. Her grandmother gives me vegetables. This conversation keeps getting stranger. Mostly from your end. Some of the people up here are a little... off. But Dolly and her grandmother are nice. Like I said, you need to... Nora? Nora! No bars. Stupid phone. Drop the call? Does that mean I can talk now? No. I'm calling her back. Or not. Maybe there's some clouds or something that's blocking the signal. Oh, oh! Or maybe it's that you moved us to the middle of a desolate frozen wasteland. Or clouds. Which do you think is more likely? Whatever. The signal will come back. It always does. Serves you right for living out here. Maybe now you'll finally be happy with no one to see or talk to. Like I've ever been alone since we were 17. I'm going to go work on the Havisham piece. Yeah. Uncanny Valley will return in a moment. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Uncanny Valley. Okay. 
What? How am I supposed to get any work done if I have to turn the page for you every minute? Well, what else am I supposed to do? And it's not like I can turn them myself. So watch TV. Of course. Let's see what's on the Bumblefuck Nowhere Network. Oh, right. Nothing. Nothing is on because there's no signal in Bumblefuck Nowhere. So watch a DVD. I've seen them all. You've read that book twice. Still like it. You could read it along with me. I've also read that book twice. Oh, so buy more books. I... That doesn't solve the issue when I have to work. Can't you just stick your face in the book or something? I don't have x-ray vision. You try reading a book when it's pressed against your face. This is stupid. I have work to do. Work. Something that adults do. You wouldn't understand. Nope. I'll just be a young hottie forever. No one can see you. Just think about that when things start getting saggy. You are impossible. Impossibly hot. Like you even know what you look like. You're only as hot as you feel, Audrey. And guess how I feel? Hot? I feel hot. (laughs) I can't keep doing this with you. I have things to do. Oh? Like trying to use the wrong bit on the drill? Because the other one broke? You think I didn't notice? This one works just fine. You know what would work better? The right one. But, oh, you can't just get a diamond tip bit over at Mama Hicks Hickville Emporium, huh? At least the nearest Lowe's is only eight hours away. Her name is Roxanne. Don't be ignorant. Right. Roxanne, the fine cultured proprietor of a store called Nail It. It's a shame that Get Hammered was already trademarked. You're being really rude right now. Yep. Nice deflection from your broken drill bit. What? What do you want me to say? That moving to Alaska was stupid? That being completely isolated from every comfort of society was a terrible fucking idea? Fine. Izzy, you were right. It was a dumb idea to move here. I'm an idiot. I miss consistent internet and my car and and DoorDash and this goddamn diamond tip drill bit. Are you happy? Not really, but it's a start. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Audrey, you okay? It's Dahlia. From Alaska? I heard yelling. Yeah, it... I was talking to myself. It's part of my process. Oh, edgy. What, with the metalwork and stuff? Yeah, they're kinetic sculptures. Sounded pretty ticked. Something about a drill bit? Do you need a drill bit? Unless it's part of the process, too. Sometimes my plane flies smoother when I verbally abuse it. No. I mean, yeah, I, I do need one. A specific one. Mine broke. Normally I would just order one and have it delivered the next day, but... Yeah, same-day shipping isn't really a thing out here. Unless you're a really cool pilot. Or have a friend who's a really cool pilot. Wait. 
I couldn't ask you to do that. Ah, but I'm offering. And next time you need anything, just let me know. I'm no expert on drill bits, but I'll grab one on my next trip. Just give me the details. I'd feel awkward putting you out. Well, one might consider repaying such a generous pilot in advance by letting her come in and out of the pool. Oh, of course. Obviously. Sorry. What brings you out here? Nosiness. Just checking in on you. You know that I'm a big girl. I lived on my own in the city for years. It was plenty dangerous. On your own? I know, city girl Audrey, but it's just different out here. Different dangers. I do keep hearing about the bears. Yeah, bears and other stuff. This may be the first time you've been cryptic with me. What's up? I mean, look, I'm sure Rhett glossed right on over the details to sell you this place, but yeah, nobody really lives here very long. You've been here your whole life. No, no, I mean this literal place. Like this cabin. Excuse me? What do you mean? Is something wrong with it? Certainly not. What with the rustic exposed beams and maple hardwood floors. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's people that live here just move on. They tend to leave abruptly. That's really fucking ominous. Like they go missing? Oh, I doubt it. I mean... Yeah, I've never seen them again, but that doesn't mean they go missing. They just, you know, leave. She means they get murdered. Sometimes they leave some of their stuff, too. Because they get murdered. That's a little creepy. A little? Okay, it sounds way more ominous when I put it like that. It's probably just the isolation. You live further from town than anyone. I'm pretty sure my grandma crosses herself every time I come out here. Where it's easy to murder people! I'm not worried. I am. Oh, believe me, I know you can handle the solitude. You're a badass. Like, Da Vinci, but with a gun. (laughs) Yeah, badass. Sometimes I actually like being completely alone. Oop, uh, hint for me to leave? No, I didn't mean you. Oh, don't you dare. (laughs) Well, I'm flattered. That's pretty locket. Whose picture? A friend from back home. Izzy. Do you always wear it open? That's cool. Very avant-garde of you. Sometimes I do close it. Don't you dare, Audrey. Don't you fucking dare lock me in. Don't... Cute either way. I've been thinking of getting one for Sage with my mug in it. I think she'd get a laugh out of that. Hey, maybe I should get out of your hair. No, stay. I need the company right now. I can't really work on my sculpture without the drill bit anyway. Why not? Gotta cram all your shindigs in before winter makes hermits of us all. I, uh... You should have battle asking me, but... I happen to hear the rest of you yelling, too, about how moving here was stupid. Oh. Which is totally valid. Legitimate argument. I've flown hundreds of miles for a box of freaking bacon soda. It wears on you. But if you wanted to talk about it, you know, with someone stupid enough to live here a long time... Dahlia, I didn't mean- chill, girl. It not what I meant. I mean that I understand. Oh. Right. Yeah, I I don't always pick up on meanings. Social cues. Acting like a person. <laughs> really does. And for what it's worth, I get feeling cut off more than a lot of people around here because 
I'm the one who ventures into civilization on the regular. A lot of them don't even remember what they're missing. Pretty sure Sage thought Grubhub was an STD first time I told her about it. I guess you would get it. I didn't even think about that. It has its appeal. Don't get me wrong. Starbucks, am I right? Oh, Starbucks. Fucking Starbucks. Pumpkin spice my entire life, please. Hot grande vanilla almond milk latte. That was me every day for the last decade. Every day? I don't think my soul could handle that much elation. Eh, you get used to it after a while. And then you only miss it when you move to the wilderness. (laughs) Well, I'll bring back a latte with the drill bit. But write that order down, too, because no way am I going to remember oat milk or whatever. I might seem cool and hip here, but out in the real world, I'm like a 90-year-old. Almond milk. And I will. Thanks, Dahlia. Oh, you're buying both of our drinks, so don't thank me too quickly. Deal. (laughs) And seriously, I know I said it before, but you didn't make a mistake by leaving a bad situation. Even if you ended up here. What with the nice floors and total solitude and all. No, I know that. I don't disagree. I just... I keep thinking maybe I didn't need to leave all the way to Alaska, you know? Hence the solitude. I, I like it in theory. Bit of a different beast in practice, isn't it? Yeah, a little. Hey, you're welcome to tag along on my next trip if you'd like. Get back to civilization for a few hours. Chicken soup, that city girl soul. Nora would kill me if she found out I went on your plane. Nora's your mom? Oh, no, you said you were an orphan too. Sorry. No worries. Nora's my manager. I thought you did art as your job. Not manager like shift supervisor. Manager like agent. She finds work for me. I'm not so much good at that part. The talking part. You're better at the pound and metal like a blacksmith part. See? Badass. There's a little of that, yeah. But it's actually a lot of engineering to make all the parts work together. So you, like, do math for your artwork? Kinda. Kind of confusing, but cool. I never thought of art that way. I get that a lot. My brother was more of a traditional artist. Pencils and paints and stuff. People understood him. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to dredge up more personal tragedy, really. Don't worry. I think about him a lot up here. That's why I even thought of coming to Alaska. He really wanted me to go on his trip with him. And I didn't want to go. I think I was too afraid to leave the city. Coming here was kind of like facing my fear of that. Even though I was also running away from other fears. Maybe not even though. Maybe because. Do you charge by the hour, Doctor? (laughs) You've already got this all figured out, Audrey. Maybe I don't need to worry about you up here at all. You've got power tools and a rifle. Pretty sure you can handle whatever's out there. Kind of hoping it won't come to that. But yeah, I'll do what I have to do. (sighs) Just... My grandmother would want me to tell you to beware of more than just the kind of things you shoot. Like, don't eat the wrong mushrooms? No, like... Look, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but superstitions run deep around here, so I should probably tell you. Otherwise, you'll get the slurish, half-comprehensible version at the scraper one night. Not ideal. 
Is this about Bigfoot? I watched a Bigfoot documentary. Not a big believer. No, Bigfoot is bullshit. Don't let Gareth hear you say it. Yeah, I remember. Just like... (sighs) Okay, you know what? I'll just say it. If you ever hear someone in the woods call your name, or if you see someone you know trying to call you deeper into the woods, don't go. Into the woods? Yeah. Woods, woods. Like, your woods. Why? What is it? Pick your poison. Skinwalkers, demons, evil spirits. Everybody has their own version. Spirits aren't really evil. Unless the person was evil. Hey, definitely not the leading authority on ghosts over here. I just know that you don't follow someone into the woods. Ever. Especially these kinds of woods. You seen people you know trying to lure you into the woods? I haven't, but Grandma has stories. I've heard the woods call me, though. Sometimes I thought it sounded like someone I knew, but it was probably the wind, and I probably just interpreted it as a familiar voice. Probably. That's still creepy. Didn't say it wasn't. The old-timers swear up and down that kind of stuff doesn't venture on into town from the woods, but like I said, uh, everyone's got their own versions. So, look, I know it's dumb. Don't really believe in it, but like... Like maybe there are things out there we don't fully understand. So they seem silly. I get it. I've, uh... I've seen weird things too. Things I couldn't understand. Not like a monster in the woods that sounds like your friend though, I hope. Uh, (laughs) no. Thankfully. Though I would need friends for that to happen. Well, I solemnly swear that I will never beckon you from the edge of the woods. If you see me doing that, it ain't me. Ah, yes. Thank you for the nightmare fuel. And my work here is done. Unless you have something to drink. You know, I just might... Shitty. When are we? Dahlia just left. It's been about uh, two hours. You are being really rude interrupting our conversation. I'm not some pet you can just toss in the crate when you don't want to deal with me. Well, I wouldn't need to if you didn't bark out the window every two seconds. To use your analogy. Fuck you, Audrey. You don't know what it's like. Being stuck together all the time? I have some idea. Being stuck only with you. You get to talk to Dahlia. I get you. You get to flirt with men. Well, they flirt with you anyway. I get you. You get to read books and watch TV and talk on the phone. I get you. So I'm sorry if I don't just shut the fuck up when you don't want me around, but I'm a person, metaphorically speaking. Well, when you refuse to ever compromise, sometimes all I can do is lock you in. Yeah, you do that. 
bitch. I'd rather be somewhere else right now anyway. Maybe you'll calm down so we can be friends again. Who knows? There's always tomorrow. <gasps> Izzy! How could you say that to me? How dare you? Izzy! Isabella! God damn it, say something! Izzy! You're going to do this to me? You're going to ignore me? Fuck you then! Izzy! Izzy! I'm sorry, Izzy, please. checking in? I am, actually. Just for the night. That's not a problem. We have three vacancies. Traveling for business or pleasure? Pleasure. Visiting my girlfriend. That sounds lovely. Here in Utah? Somewhere around here. She recently moved and I can never remember the name of the town. Well, if you have any time while you're passing through, make sure you see the sights. It's a beautiful state. Speaking of beautiful, I love that kinetic sculpture you've got over there. I'm a bit of an enthusiast. I know, right? The noise is so soothing. But I have to warn you, if you stare at the part that fans out, you might be mesmerized for an hour. Oh, I believe it. It's exquisite. Hey, you don't happen to know who the sculptor is, do you? I'd love to commission one for my office. Um, I don't, but my manager might. I could ask him for you and call your room. I'd love it if you asked him now if it isn't too much trouble. I'm just dying to know where I can find her. Writers Movement presents Uncanny Valley. Executive producers, Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers, Lucy Waskowitz and Carrie Zahn. Lead writer, Chris Burnside. Script editor, Lucy Waskowitz. Audio production, McKinney Botts, Chris Burnside, and Catherine Seaton. For more Uncanny Valley, visit our website at DaytonWritersMovement.com slash UncannyValley. Thank you.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.